You are listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode number 36. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, the one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a high-tech fitness expert with us today. His name is Stuart Breeding. We'll be discussing high-tech fitness training and ways to improve your health. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Stuart. Stuart, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Eric. Awesome, awesome. Stuart is S2's owner, Studio 2, for some of you guys who don't know, and Chief Performance Officer. He is a master-level level trainer with over 25 years of experience, expertise in the fitness industry. Stewart also integrates over 30 years of martial arts, yoga, and meditation into his training approach. His passion for fitness started at the age of 15 when he won his first youth national powerlifting championship and, in, and culminated as a combat veteran of the U.S. Army 82nd Airborne Division. His personal achievements as an athlete and expert, extensive knowledge of human movement and exercise science prov- provide his clients an invaluable training experience. For the last 10 years, Stewart has perfected his methodology for fat loss, muscle gain, and sustainable weight loss. He has worked to create a results-driven, comprehensive system for success. Stuart, that was a mouthful just a little bit, though. But if you could share with us how you got started with S2 or Studio 2, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, as you mentioned, I've been a trainer for many, many years. And uh, probably about 10 years ago, I opened a personal training studio in Nashville. And it was one of the first boutique studios um, in the area. And... Uh, as the years went by, I became more and more disenchanted with our our model. And to be more precise, it was more disenchanted with, with the, the lack of results. What I could clearly see was that, you know, predominantly here in Tennessee, we're the, we're the fourth, fourth most obese state in America. So predominantly the people that we're working with um, are weight loss have a weight loss interest and probably also because of that have some orthopedic issues. Uh, but more, more importantly, they're really trying to figure out how to lose and sustain a healthy, uh, weight. And, you know, we were doing basically the same thing that everybody was doing back then and continues to do today, which is Somebody walks in the door and they want to lose weight. We're going to train them, you know, boot camp style for an hour a day, hard as we can, get as many calories out of them as we can, and then restrict the amount of calories that they're also eating. And as long as this person is training an hour a day at max heart rate and eating 1,000 calories, we're going to see weight loss. And what I saw was that for some people that would work for a while. And then there were other people that it did not work at all, and we actually started seeing weight gain. So even the people that were experiencing results with this cutthroat approach, pretty soon thereafter, uh, were starting to gain weight again. Now, at at the time, we had no technology. We did not have accurate body fat testing. We had the handheld, um, 
bioimpedance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were also using calipers for a while, and both are incredibly uh, inaccurate. And we would use a bathroom scale. You know, oh, you've lost five mm-hmm. pounds. And for some reason, we were celebrating that. We didn't know if they were losing fat or muscle tissue. But as long as they lost weight, you know, hey, we're, we're good. Um, we were also not basing our our fitness intensity on, on any variables whatsoever. We're, we weren't doing heart rate training. Nothing specific to the individual was happening. And like I say, I had a very successful business that was failing to meet the customer's needs. And long story short, we walked away from that business. And my wife, Dr. Tiffany, and I, she's a PhD in human performance, we basically went to Colorado on a fact-finding mission. We knew if there were answers to be had, um, specifically if, if we were going to be able to develop a methodology and then have technology that could verify what we were seeing, the results, and to help us create baselines on these individuals to give them fitness and nutrition prescription, then those answers were going to be in Colorado, and specifically the corridor between Colorado Springs, the Olympic Training Center, Mm -hmm. and Boulder, Colorado, where the best athletes in the world are accumulating. So we spent three years there, and basically to sum up what we have done, we've taken elite-level technology methodology that a professional athlete would get and we've 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 created a process in which it's available to the everyday person so we are able to basically look inside of the individual's metabolism using vo2 testing and substrate analysis our our technology we actually took our technology a step further and create a process with the, the, the machine that allows us to look at substrate analysis, uh, fat and carbohydrate usage during exercise all the way to max heart rate. So we can tell people to a certainty where they need to be training low-intensity zones to magnify the most fat metabolism and also where their high-intensity interval training should be and at what heart rates. So when you come into our studio, you've had this test. All we do is 30-minute HIIT training. We also mm. did extensive testing with, with hundreds of people to find out, okay, we know high-intensity interval training is a much more metabol- metabolically efficient way to train, but how much HIIT is right for an individual? You know, we could be doing, is it 15 minutes of HIIT, you know, seven days a week? Uh, is it 30? Is it 45? How, how much time? And how many days a week should a person be doing HIIT training? Hmm. And what we have found, by and large, through uh, the use of our body composition, we have an in-body that has a 98.7% correlation to a DEXA scan. So it's very uninvasive and easy to use and is one of the most accurate uh, body fat. It's it's more accurate than hydrostatic testing, and, and you don't have to get in the tank of water to do it. So it will tell us pretty quickly if that client is is over or under training by are they losing muscle tissue or are they sustaining it and losing uh, fat, body fat. So we're interested in losing fat, sustaining, and or being anabolic and increasing your, your muscle density. We want you to put on a little bit of muscle or a lot of women just want to hold on to what they got and we target uh, body fat storage. But 
we're able to make sure that our fitness prescription is right on the money because we're able to see when people are dipping into catabolism, they're starting to burn off muscle tissue, and that's obviously the first sign of overtraining. So our recommendation to the average person is three 30-minute hits per week, and we increase their intensities over about a period of a month to six weeks to where they're able to train at 80 to 100% heart rate max Mm. for 30 minutes. And we also recommend they do three low-intensity interval training days. And that's roughly somewhere in the 65 to 80% max heart rate. But more significantly, when we do the substrate test, we're able to see where the person is burning 50% fat, 50% carbohydrate. And that is where we tend to focus our low-intensity days. And those could be, let's say you're a guy who wants to put on muscle mass. Well, that could be a hypertrophy you know, body split type day. Mm-hmm. Um, for other people who just want to lose weight, we, we let them just focus on cardiovascular low intensity day. Um, so I know that's quite a mouthful for yeah. you. You want, me to, you want me to pause on that well, for a well, second? No, that's really good information. And, and um, it really shows uh, how you've really learned this approach. You, you took your time to really investigate what really matters and what is effective. Yeah. And that's really what uh, I'm hearing. And I, I, I think my audience would really uh, understand and appreciate why why you did what you did. Now, well, you know, and I'll be honest, we've got videos, you know, that we've done uh, talking about our story. And it really was for me um, just a, a, a point in my life where I just could not take another dollar from a client anymore, knowing that we were just guessing. Mm -hmm. And like I say, not to knock anybody else's um, business, but if if you aren't taking it to the level that we are, you are indeed guessing. Mm -hmm. You are guessing at, at how to get results via fitness and nutrition. If you're not, you know, there is technology and there is science out there that'll tell us unequivocally, this is what your body needs and that's what we have found to really be the difference between what we're doing and what I see anywhere else is people are still trying to fit everyone into a box, whether it be a paleo box or an Atkins box or a CrossFit box or whatever kind of box. And the individual just does not do well in the box. And they're always changing and growing dynamically. So every single client that we have has their own unique fitness and nutrition prescription. Very good, very good. Now, um, I know people really want to know a little bit more about who you are and what makes you uh, such an intelligent person, but is there one cool or unique (laughs) fact about yourself that you could share so that our audience can just get a little bit more about who you are? Uh, You know, on the back of my business card, it just says fitness geek. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, I really, my, my degrees in psychology, uh, I have a very eclectic background, and uh, for me, it started very young. Um, I had very, very bad asthma growing up and was unable to do organized group sports. So at a young age, I migrated towards martial arts because that was something that I could do uh, at my own pace. And just fell in love with it. And um, I think by the age of 13 or 14, you know, I still just was not growing. I, I real, My growth got very affected because of the asthma. My dad had purchased a, a barbell set for me at about 13 or 14. 
And then I found my second love. And I started competing in powerlifting at 15. I won Teenage Nationals in powerlifting. Talk 16 about that a little 17. bit. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just another really uh, freaky lucky thing. I, I I walk into the gym that's down the street from me in West Virginia. And West Virginia, in many ways, is the home of, uh, of, of powerlifting. And I walk into a gym that just happened to be owned by... Uh, a, a incredible powerlifting figure. His name was uh, is is Dave Jeffries, and um, you know I, I would just literally be sitting in the gym, and in would come, uh, you know I would see guys like Lyle Alzado and the Road Warriors and all these professional wrestlers. Of course, this is like 1983, and um, you know I just I just was in the middle of it, and of course. Um, I just got into it and loved it and loved all the people and just never looked back from that. But I joined the Army at 18, and, of course, I stopped powerlifting at that time, and I was in the 82nd Airborne, and I was in uh, both Panama Invasion and Desert Storm. And then I got out and put myself through school, and that was about 1992, 93. Now, you got to know, I'm not sure how old you are, but I'm 46 now. And in the early 90s, there really was no such thing as a certified personal trainer. I believe, and if I'm not mistaken, the ACSM gave the first certified personal training test somewhere around 1988. Mm. So back then, I could go into any gym and basically say, hey, I'd like to train people. Do you mind? And, of course, they're like, well, if you're a member and they're a member, we don't care. Mm. So I started, you know, training roughly, you know, 23, 24 years ago and just putting the pieces together. And uh, that practice has taken on many different faces through the years. And like I said, I've studied uh, martial arts extensively. Um, I had, I, I studied uh, Aikido with Mitsugi Satomi, who was the student of the founder of Aikido. I had a guru in India. I've been, to, uh, I've been to India for 30 days. I've studied Zen Buddhism. Um, and everything that you can think of that requires movement, I've been infatuated with. And I've integrated all those components, both the mental, mental and physical aspects of all the things that I've studied into, into what it is that I do. And the last piece that was really missing was you know, we wanted results. I, I want to be able to get anybody results. And, and frankly, there's some enigmas out there. There's some people really, really challenged who think they're doing all the right things, who are working really hard and starving themselves to death and and not getting results. Yeah. And I, I, I really want to be as vocal and open as I possibly can be about getting that knowledge out there. And I'm convinced that our method needs to be introduced to the, to the rest of the fitness community. Because like I say, we don't have anybody walking in the door any, anymore that, that is not, if they are willing to do what we tell them to do, they're going to get results. Sure, That's sure. just all there is to it. Now, just if so you it's, could. So it's a pretty great place. No, ahead, I was going to say, if you could, Stuart, can can you sort of give our audience a taste of what exactly um, 
they would be experiencing if they visited, or what they could do uh, in the local area, perhaps, to sort of um, simulate what you guys are offering. Uh, well, first of all, if they come in to see us, we are we are definitely going to have them uh, do a VO2 test and uh, substrate analysis, so we're able to see what their uh, high and low heart rate recommendations are. I will tell you undoubtedly that everybody who is training in fitness needs to be doing heart rate training. Now, just because you're, you're doing heart rate training doesn't mean you're doing it correctly. For instance, um, there's popular fitness companies out there these days, like an Orange Theory, who's doing heart rate training, but they're doing it based on averages. Mm. And we know without a doubt that, number one, g- your age is a predictor of heart rate. But as soon as you can exercise, that, that is going to change drastically. So if you're doing heart rate training, it's going to give you a good idea of where you need to be training in your intensity zones. But it's, it needs to be as specific as possible. Um, so, without a doubt, when people come in to see us, you're, you walk in, you're, you're, you're definitely going to be wearing heart rate monitor. We have monitors up inside of the studio, so it's reflected immediately, um, and everything that we do is basically running that person between 80 and 100% heart rate max based on them. And then about every eight weeks, we retest to make sure that that heart rate zone is still accurate, especially mm. not just the high end, but the low intensity zone. So, um, And then uh, Tiffany does all the nutrition. So people come in every single week to do a body fat test. They sit with her for about 30 minutes. They journal every single day. And we, everything that we do is based on a macro level nutrition. So mm-hmm. everybody has their, a certain amount of protein, carbohydrate, and fats that we want them to be eating. And once again, we, have, we don't have two people that are doing the same thing. Now, here's the problem. As far as getting our service somewhere in a general area, you're going to be challenged. Mm-hmm. And we've done a lot of videos. Um that we've had people from around the country contact us and ask us, you know, where can we get the testing? Where can we get what you guys are doing in our area? And unfortunately, there's just not an answer to that. To my knowledge, you might find somebody who's doing VO2 testing, but they probably haven't taken it as far as we have where it shows substrate analysis, Mm. where this is how your body is metabolizing fats and, and sugars. And they also probably don't know how to do the heart rate um, predictions, the low intensity zones, the high intensity zones, because those are findings that we did on our own. You know, we did our mm-hmm. own uh, studies, you know, with about 500 people between Colorado and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then, then also <laughs> you put the nutrition on top of it. So, I don't know of anybody. I mean, I spent time in the Olympic Training Center, and there's a lot of things that we do that are that are more extensive than there. Right. No, no. So I I wish the answer was easy. Here's what I wish: if there yeah. if your listeners are interested and they own gym, 
let me help you integrate our services in your existing business. That's what we would really like to start doing. I'm not interested in opening more gyms. Mm. I'm interested in getting our technologies and methodology in existing centers. Sure, sure, sure. I think it's so valuable to have these data uh, pieces of measurements and so forth. And um, if, if somebody just wants to get a, a taste of, of what uh, you're talking about, what would you start with? The heart rate, basically? Or how... how you know, I know there's a lot of trainers out there who, who have uh, some good knowledge, you know, maybe not as much as you guys, but some knowledge, right? Very, right. very factual, scientific, yeah. personal trainers. What, what would you suggest for those, those trainers who are out there who want to just like, you know? Well, I think, I think an easy way to just get started is to definitely, you know, uh, purchase uh, a heart rate monitor. And I recommend doing a, a strap, not a wristwatch. Because in dynamic activity, that wristwatch, such as a Fitbit, is not going to read accurately throughout mm. the, the whole session. Mm. Because your hands and your wrist, you're, you're going to be moving a lot. And then what I'd recommend to do is, is to just do a basic sub-max. So, uh, for instance, let's say you have a rowing machine, an aerodyne, a spin bike, something that you can use safely and you can, if you are able to, Get up to extremely high heart rates. Basically, what I, I, I would have people do, like we have people that work online with us, and to try to find their top end for their hit, I want to find their 100% max. Mm -hmm. What is their sub-max? So what I have them do is to get on an Aerodyne or a bike and bike absolutely as hard as they can until they have to stop. Take a moment, rest a little bit, and do it three more times, and then record what your top end number was. Mm. Don't just do your basic age minus 220. <laughs> Find out what you have in the tank and work work off that. So then if you figure 80 to 100% of that top end zone is roughly going to be your hit zone, your low intensity zone is roughly going to be about 65 to 80. And that's a ballpark way of beginning to get into your low intensity and high intensity zone mm. and be close. Got it. As far as who you think would be um, uh, appropriate to do all these testings, is there a particular age group, age range? We test everybody. Uh, now, I will say, if you've ever had a VO2 test on, you are wearing a, a mask, and the way it's designed, all the air is being trapped inside of that mask, and it's pushed into the machine where it basically will tell you you're burning X amount of carbon dioxide and oxygen, and that's how it also tells you how much fat you're metabolizing. Now, because this thing is pushing into a mixing chamber, it can get a little claustrophobic at the top end. So imagine how hard it is to breathe at 85% max heart rate, but you're also wearing a mask. Hmm. So the only thing, the only caution I would have are people, you know, who might be hypertensive, some heart issues, anxiety issues, medication that may increase their heart rate a little bit more than normal. You just want to be knowledgeable of, of that. Um, so, you know, if, you know, the elderly clients, there's really no reason to be doing it. But outside of that, unless there's a, a specific reason or a special population, um, we do everybody. So if they can't do it on a treadmill, we'll do it on a spin bike. And like I say, there's a lot of VO2 testing that are that is out there, and it can give you 
an accurate number of VO2, and that's an important number to know because that is unequivocally, that's your fitness level. That's a good number to know. But it's not going to give you all the answers that you might be looking for. And like I say, we basically reverse engineered our machine to give us more data. Hmm. Uh, Stuart, real quick here. Uh, we're getting to the close to the 30 minutes, and it goes pretty fast. And I really appreciate your yeah. time. I know you're busy. Um, as far as you know, people who would be appropriate, do you find that people use you as a last resort, uh, or do you find that people need to use you as the first approach? <laughs> I tell you, you know, we're in an interesting place in our business in that um, we have a lot of clients that come to visit us that are training in other places that are doing fitness in other places, but they want our testing services and they want to do nutrition with Tiffany because what they're doing at their facility, number one, is not working for them. And for some reason they want to stay. Now I, I can't wrap my head around what's going on with that, but it, it's, it's interesting to see that people are coming to us that are wanting the technology um, and I think it's mostly after they have tried and failed. They've been working either in their either in their fitness studio, where, wherever they are, on their own or with somebody else, not gotten results. Um, and maybe it's short-term, six months they've not gotten results. Or in many cases, there's people that are coming to us that are in the, in the throes of metabolic suppression that have dieted, yo-yo dieted and, and done boot camp style fitness for 10, 15 years and have really done some extensive damage to their metabolism and they are just not able to lose weight. We see both of those people. And I wanted to add one more thing as far as equipment. Look inside of your area and find the best. Uh, and and when I, what I mean by best, I also mean reasonably, um, you know, something that you can reasonably afford but it's really important that we understand our body composition. Mm -hmm. It is the only thing that we are interested in is how much muscle and fat is on your body. And if you don't know those numbers, you're, you're really rolling the dice with either fitness or nutrition. You might be losing weight, but you have no idea what it is that you're losing. And in many cases, I would argue it's probably muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. So getting in and getting a, a body fat test such as a DEXA scan. Uh, like I said, we use the in-body. It's an incredible piece of equipment. Um, every two weeks to month is, is very, very important. You can track it with the scale, but you need to find out exactly what your body fat percentage is. Yeah, very good. I, I, I totally believe in that too because like, without that, you're, you're, it's like having no compass to follow because you don't know where you There's are. There's no barometer at no. all. It's like, what, it, what are you doing? And, you know, if you're just strength training or something like that, maybe you don't need it. But for the, you know, for the majority of America who, who is out there exploring fitness, they're interested in weight loss yeah. and they want to look good. So yeah. you got to know, yeah. you got to know those numbers. Cool. Now, um, Again, we're getting really close to the end, and I don't want to rush you, but at the same time, I want to respect your time. Uh, just the last few questions. Um, do you have a top three fitness tips for people uh, regarding health and wellness? <laughs> oh, man. Besides the yeah, ones you've already me on the mentioned before. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I tell you, my fitness tips would be probably different than most other people. Um, the number one fitness tip that I would give would be um, don't look for quick results. Hmm. Stop looking for the quick, the easy, um, because that is in and of itself going to set you up for failure. Be committed. Find something that works and be committed to it and be prepared to do it for the long haul. Um, And I'll be honest with you. I think consistency in that and adopting it into your lifestyle. And there's a lot of people that just do not like to work out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You've got to create a love affair with it. It's, It's so much more psychology than it is just getting your, yourself to, to work out. You really have to be consistent. This is something that you need to put into the rest of your life, and it's the way you eat and the exercise and everything that you're doing. It's not going to be a quick fix. So I would type, I would put all my, my three tips into just that one category. Sure. Be consistent, be committed, and, and just keep your eye on the prize. Got it. Very good, very good. Um, totally believe in that because people get so disappointed too quickly because they want that result yesterday. So it, it's not going to yeah. happen. And, and uh, well, and I think we also, you know, on the other side of that, you're you sense the pressure of a client who's saying, "Hey, I want it. I want it now." And three easy payments in 1995, and you want to then deliver it, and mm-hmm. you end up failing them because of that. So yeah. I think both to the client and the trainer. I would really push them to think long-term. Very good, very good. Um, so, Stuart, I know uh, we may have to do a, another podcast in the future and because you have so much information. Yeah, sure. um, but how do people get a hold of you, and do you have any last piece of advice? Uh, they can go to studio2nashville.com, studio2nashville.com. Uh, our website, we have a YouTube page that we... Yeah, we usually post two or three new videos every week. I've probably got about 60 different workouts, uh, hit workouts that are on there as well. Lots of information, a lot of data uh, about what we do on on there. Um, and as far as what was it, parting advice? Yeah, any last piece of advice? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, like I say, we're we're in a very interesting time in our society. I... Like I told you before, I'm from West Virginia. That is the most obese state in, in 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 the country, and I come from Huntington, West Virginia. That's the most obese city in the country. So I know this issue intimately well. And um, you know, we're the CDC may not report it very well, but we're in about a fifty percent um, ratio of obesity in the country. So one in two Americans is is obese. This is a serious, serious issue, and I just really would, you know, try to motivate as many people as I could who who might be on the other side of that, who might be in the throes of that, to just start, just start thinking about, um, you know, what is it you can do to start moving towards a a healthy lifestyle, because it's not going to be... It's not easy, but the more wind you put in the sails, the longer you're doing it, the more you're committed, 
the more you're going to create that love affair with it. And if you do, it's going to be something intrinsically you do for the rest of your life. So just start moving. Absolutely. Very good. Well said. Uh, To all my listeners, maybe rewind um, like half or if not all of this and listen over again what uh, Stuart was talking about. Uh, how he does it, why he does it. I think this is very valuable information, Stuart. So appreciate your time. Um, again, You're like I said, we all have to do this again sometime and discuss some other topics yeah. and uh, share Absolutely. some more knowledge. Uh, I think that uh, sure. many people need to hear this message. People need to uh, understand that this is out there as well for, for those who really are serious and, and want to make changes. So thank you so much, Stuart. Um, you're welcome, Eric. I will uh, maybe see you in Nashville this week sometime. So I will let you know. Okay. Awesome. That'd be great. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Stuart. I'll let you go. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.